Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. As usual, I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband, Kyle, and our co-host to discuss the Tennessee relays that just happened this past weekend, um, April 11th through 13th in Knoxville, Tennessee. I think it's a miracle that anyone was able to do anything outside this weekend with all the bad weather that's been rolling through the southeast. There were a lot of storms, but the days preceding Sunday yes. were pretty good. Yes. So I think while they were there, it was pretty good weather. We hope everybody stayed safe uh, that was affected by these storms rolling through the southeast. And thankfully, most of our track and field events were done by the time it hit the Tennessee relays in Knoxville. Uh, but it's interesting. I don't think we've ever covered a event in Knoxville, Tennessee before for track and field. I can't think of one in the three seasons we've been doing this. We haven't because the last time that Auburn was there was something like 2004. Well, look at you pulling out the stats. Where did this come from? You know, just my brain. It's I like know you things. did research or something. I know some things. I didn't even write that down. So it makes me look really smart. It does. So before we get into all of the results, let's hit some highlights and just um, cover some wins for Auburn. So first off, we've got our girl, Kylie Carter. Actually, I should have let you do this one because she's your top pick. Look, you know, it's just like, it makes it easy at this point. I can just continue to pick Kylie Carter because she continues to dominate at the javelin throw. Is it because her name is close to yours? Uh, There might be a little preferential treatment there, you know? (laughs) I mean, you didn't have to point that out. But, yes, Kylie Carter, she won her fourth consecutive javelin throw. I, you know, there's a lot of highlights here for this meet, but I think that's the big one. I mean, it's yep. one thing to win a, a event, to do it two times in a row, to do it three times in a row, four times in a row. That's ridiculous. I agree. I completely agree. It's not just, like you said, it's not just winning the event. That's huge in and of itself. But to do that four weeks in a row, I hope that she's built up some confidence within herself and she knows how much of a star she is for both Auburn and the SEC. So are you going to judge me if I pick her as my athlete to watch next week or is that just a cop out at this point? Watch out because I might pick her. Oh, whoa, whoa, no. We haven't established order on picking yet. So So next we want to talk about is Maddie Malone, another name that we are super familiar with hearing. And let's remember, Maddie Malone is a freshman. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to, you know, shy away from hearing that. But she got a silver medal in the hammer throw with a PR, my favorite thing, of a throw of 62.59 meters. So... On top of just getting that silver medal, she gets a PR. So I think that's a win-win. Yep. Um, moving on, we also had some big wins in the women's high jump. So we had Skylar Daniel, who got a silver medal, and then Caroline Lawrence got a bronze medal. I know. We will continue to dominate. Even though we didn't take the complete podium there, we got two out of the three. So I like that. And as Meatloaf would say, 
two out of three ain't bad. Did you really just reference Meatloaf on this show? I may or may not have. That might get you kicked off. That's a great song. Oh my god. Two out of three ain't bad. I I can't even. Just keep moving on. (laughs) Okay. So next we had Natasha Jordan with her first time competing in the heptathlon in outdoor. So she got a score of 5,111 points, which is actually the highest point total in the event by an Auburn lady in 19 years. You get the feeling that she's been building towards this the entirety of outdoor season. Because yep. even though it's the first time we've seen that, you know, we've seen her competed in other events that fall within this. But I was going to say, we've seen her compete in all of these events right. separately. But this week, she actually she just competed in all of them and in one day. The fruits of labor are very evident. The sixth highest in school history and the highest point total by an Auburn woman in 19 years. That's pretty crazy. That's awesome. And then our last highlight before we get to all of the results, we had Cade, um, Cade Antonucci. He actually PR'd in the javelin. So he threw, is it a throw, a launch? I, I like launch. Can okay. we just start calling it a launch here? He the launched the javelin, um, 71.25 meters, which is actually the second best men's javelin launch in Auburn history. May I just say my girl Kylie Carter may be pushing the boys to do a little bit better. And, okay. you know, That's it. Yeah. Kind of keep up with her because, I mean, it's great that Cade got the second or, or had a, he had a PR in this. And, yes. But, you know... Takes a lot to compete with my girl Kylie out there on the well, field that's for a lot strength. Of talk. Well, I'm proud of you, Kate. So I am too. I'm just giving him a hard time. But so we're happy with everybody and their highlights that we had from this meet so far. Yes. So Kyle, why don't you start us off with actually all of the javelin results? Let's jump right into it. We'll start with javelin throw, as we've already been talking about, and we for the men we've already talked about. Kate Antonucci, he gets fourth overall out of 19 competitors with his 71.25 meter throw. John Putnam, 7th, with a throw of 66.60 meters. And then Eric Ebel, a 12th place finish with a throw of 59.06 meters. For the women, we've already talked about Kylie Carter, 1st overall out of 16, 53.57 meters. Peyton Montgomery gets 3rd. She gets a bronze. You failed to mention that one. I apologize. She did get a bronze. Wow, the 3rd overall. 50.94 meters, and then Ashley Carter, fifth out of 16, 44.98. Look, I, I'm i shocked that you didn't even include Ashley in that. To take first, third, and fifth out of 16 competitors there and to dominate that way, that's pretty awesome. To be fair, that is awesome. There are a lot of top three finishes, and I couldn't name them You're all. running out of time, I guess. I just had to go with the highlights of, like, you know... Breaking records and things. (laughs) And things. So, moving on to men's pole vault. We had two competitors, Chris Stone and James Corson. Chris placed third out of 11 athletes with a vault of 4.75 meters. So, here we go again. James actually placed 11th out of 11 with the exact same vault. So, we've talked about this, 4.75 meters. Unfortunately, it's how many times you can clear it. So... Unfortunately, I guess Chris did it a few more times. Hey, I don't care how many times it takes him to clear it because I couldn't do it once. Shoot, me either. I couldn't even jump over that thing if it was an inch off the ground. You can't, let's be honest, you can't walk down the street, much less pole vault over a pole. Is that not the truth, though? (laughs) I cannot walk and chew gum. So let's go on to women's high jump. We had Skylar Daniel with a second place finish. She was second out of 19 competitors with a jump of 1.73 meters. 
Same situation. Caroline Lawrence, same height, 1.73 meters, but she got fourth place out of 19. So, Fewer, you know, more attempts for her, which is why she places a little bit lower in the sky, but very impressive. From I was going to say, second and fourth place finish for women. I'm not upset about that at all. Moving on to some more jumping events for the long jump for the men. We had one competitor, Mark Rubicalba, uh, sixth out of 18th with a jump of 7.37 meters. For the women, Natasha Jordan, uh, 19... Uh, 19th place out of 23 competitors with a jump of 5.64 meters. So I was shocked that she did long jump here Mm -hmm. as a single competitor, as well as she did it in the heptathlon. Yeah, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And I wonder if that's just because maybe that's, we need to go back down there and look in a second. Is that one of her weaker areas of the heptathlon? Maybe getting her a couple of more, or maybe it's one of her strongest points and giving her more opportunities to qualify for something later on for postseason. So she actually jumped farther in the open long jump than she did in the heptathlon long jump. Interesting. So that is interesting. I don't know what to think of that. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been the opposite. Right. But moving on, we can, you know, if Natasha wants to contact us and let us know what happened. <laughs> sure, if she wants Maybe. to. Maybe. If not, either way, she's jumping a lot farther than any of us could. That's true. So women's shot put, we had Tori McKinley play seventh out of 23 athletes with a throw of 15.68 meters. Then for hammer throw, we've kind of already talked about this. Maddie Malone, um, second place out of 21 athletes finish with a throw of 62.59 meters. Well, let's leave the field events and move on to the track events. My favorites. We will talk about the 100 meters. For the men, a very familiar name, Anthony Schwartz. He gets fifth out of 41 competitors. That's a lot of athletes with a time of 10.28 seconds. And let me just say, since you and I were at A-Day. Right. It was very sad that we didn't get to see Anthony and Sean because we're so used to seeing them both at the track and at a day, you know, and on the football field. But I will say, after seeing how they competed at the Tennessee Relays, I'm so happy that they chose to do that and that their coaches allowed them to do the outdoor meet rather than a day. Well, let me just be honest here. Sean and Anthony don't, not that they are a shoe-in to always be starters or anything like that, but they've proven they deserve a chance to play on the team. Well, dang, yeah, they're fast enough. (laughs) Besides their speed, you know, Sean is a great running back. Anthony shows how he can move with the ball when you get it in his hands. Yes. So we know, you know, A Day is a chance for other players to shine and earn a chance for playing time there. And there are a lot of other situations that need to be figured out in the football field other than wide receiver and running back to some degree. So this is not the football show, so we'll move on from that. But great side note there. Um, the other two competitors for the 100 meter, Joshua Burks, 20th out of 41 with a run of 10.6 seconds. Also, Jason Reese, he got 21st right behind him with a time of 10.6 as well. So I, I wish Anthony hadn't had that injury because I feel like we're just, and granted, he's a freshman. So we've got hopefully many more years with mm-hmm. him uh, watching him on the football field and, and on the on yeah. the track. And I think we're going to be watching him just destroy people by the end of all this. I agree. Because I think you're right. Without that injury, I think he would have blown everybody else out of the and water. And if our notes are correct, this is his first run. It is. Or for the, the 100. For, out, for the outdoor yep. season. So he's only got so much more room to climb up before he starts taking on the first place there. Yep. All right. One competitor for the women in the 100 meter, Sarah Little. 14th out of 32 competitors with a time of 11.73 seconds. Yes. So moving on to the men's 110 meter hurdles. So we had Craig Clark with a 12th place finish out of 25 athletes with a time of 14.43 seconds, which is a big improvement over what he's done in these past few meets. 
Um, Chris Stone, he actually placed 20th out of 25 with a time of 15.08. Also an improvement for him. So, mm-hmm. again, I count those as a win. Right. So, now the men's 200 meter. So, we had four athletes compete. However, there were two different 200 meters. So, we had, I guess, the regular and then we had the invitational. So, I, I don't understand that. Maybe somebody else can explain it to us. But I would assume that the invitational is more excited exclu- to. Well, did you really just go there with that? Yes, it's a little bit more exclusive. It's elite. Uh, yeah, it's, I guess that's the way you could look at it. I'm still in basketball mode. Sure. We're elite. Elite's going to start using a little sweet. Yeah. Final. Final. His final time in this elite invitational for Sean was... If you could see me right now, folks, I'm giving her the weirdest look. Okay, so Sean Shivers competed in the Invitational of the Men's 200. There were only 15 athletes that competed in this section. So he placed 11th with a time of 21.01, which was 0.15 seconds faster than last week. So obviously that was the right place for him to be. And he still only got 11th out of 15th. Right. So think about that. 10 competitors that were faster, but he still was faster out of all the other Auburn athletes. So. Right. Um, moving on for the regular men's 200, we had 35 athletes competing. We had, um, I'm going to mispronounce this name again. Chison. Yes. Tin Kang got eighth with a time of 21.33. Jason Reese got 12th with a time of 21.52. And then Joshua Burks got 21st with a time of 21.75. Uh, for the women's 200 meter, we had two competitors. Myra Mack, she got fifth out of 41 runners for a time of 24.07 seconds. Daniel Springer, 38th out of 41, 25.56 seconds was her time. Quite a bit of spread there between our two yeah. runners there. Uh, I think it's it's pretty impressive that Myra got fifth, like you said, out of 41 athletes. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty impressive and, I mean, look at her improvement on time, too, from her last yeah. one. You know, that's, uh, she got 24.30 last time, and this meet, 24.07. So that's yeah, quite a that's bit huge. of improvement there. Uh, for the men's 400 meter, one competitor, Chison Tinkang, he got 25th out of 33 competitors with a time of 50.09 seconds. And for the women's 400 meter, we also had Myra Mack again and Daniel Springer again running in this one. It's not that big of a difference, right? 200 to 400 Oh meters. my gosh. Yes, I, it is. I, I said that knowing the exact Lord reaction. Lord mercy. <laughs> Myra got 19th out of 38 competitors for a time of 56.57 and Daniel Springer 29th out of 38 uh, with a time of 58.34 seconds. You know, let me just tell you a little a little quip about my life as a track star back when I was in high school. I feel like school. this is something we've heard before you griping about. No, something. it's actually not. It's not a gripe? This oh. is brand new. So I begged my coach, let me run the 400. Please let me run the 400. Please, please, please. And one day she was finally like, fine, you're going to stink at it, but fine. No, she was super, she was super, you know, helpful and encouraging. So I did it and I ran it in like 64, 65 seconds. I was garbage. So I was just like, please, please. I really love it. I really want to do it. Just let me try. Let me try. Let me try. So I ran it and she let me run it the whole season, both indoor and outdoor. And let me say, I did it for two seasons. And I never got below 62 seconds. And I ran this thing probably a good 40 times. And that was like my kryptonite. I did everything. My coach helped me do everything. And I could not get below 62 seconds. At least you were consistent. Consistently bad. Well, I, but back I, I didn't say it. I now, didn't say to be it. fair, I would, I would come top five out of about 40. So 62 was not that bad in high school. But it never put me, you know, into the collegiate level. 
So I'm just saying, Kyle, the 400 is dang hard. Is there a little bitterness there I'm, I'm feeling? Yeah. I should probably get back in shape so that I can beat that time now. Well, now you, that I'm old and in my 30s. If that's what you want to do with your free time now, you go right ahead. Now I'm good. Okay. Let's move on to the 400 meter hurdles, which is something that's even more ridiculous. So, for the men, we had Sherwayne Allen. It's a name that we're familiar with in the past, but we haven't seen a lot Not in outdoor. See, haven't seen him this year. So, yeah. So, I'm glad to see him back. Um, he placed 7th out of 25 with a time of 54.58 seconds. And then we had Caden Seal with a 12th place finish and a time of 54.9 seconds. Moving on to the women's 400-meter hurdles. Remember these times, Kyle. These ladies are jumping over hurdles and are still faster than me a lot of times without hurdles. So, Tyler Colbert got 15th out of 24 with a time of 64 seconds, followed by Morgan Milken with a 22nd place finish and a time of 67.4 seconds, and Anna Guerrero um, with a 24th place finish with a time of 72.4 seconds. I'm glad that you did the conversions in your head to, to not add the men in there because I wouldn't have done that. Well, That's it's hard. just easier when you think of it like in terms of 64 seconds rather than one minute, four seconds. I just read what's on the page because math is hard. Math is hard. It's I'll like, give you that. You wouldn't think I went to Auburn with me being so terrible at math. But anyway. I we'll, feel like the Bammers would have something to say. It's, it's math, though. They can't even talk. So anyway, um, before we go down that rabbit hole, let's talk about the last event and one we've already mentioned for the women's heptathlon, our one competitor. The Nata- what tathlon? Heptathlon. Good job, good job. Math and words are hard. Uh, Natasha Jordan gets six out of 15 competitors. Mm-hmm. Her points, again, were 5,111. So for the individual events, the 200 meters, she got a time of 52.07 seconds. That was 880 points. The 800 meter, two minutes, 30.4 seconds were for 688 points. The 100 meters for a time of 14.47 that's 913 points. That's Which, a lo- I was going to say, that's her highest point yeah, score. I was, was going to say that that was, or not, I hadn't looked all the way down, but it is her highest points total there. For the high jump, a um, jump of 1.71 meters, 867 points. The long jump, 500, or excuse me, that is a, a jump of 5.52 meters for 706 points. The... SP, what is, what is that one? Shot put. Shot Sorry. Put. I'm like, eh, I feel like I should know that one. The shot put. <laughs> Her throw was 10.78 meters for 581 points. And the javelin throw, 29.97 meters for 400. And 76 points. So clearly her throws are not her strongest suit, but she has a lot of other stronger areas. I was say, her jumps and her runs. running events. But again, especially those sprints. The good thing about the heptathlon, the pentathlon, all that, the athlons, <laughs> is that you're not trying to be the best in right. each area. You're trying to get an average, yep. a good average between the two. Whether you... And sometimes being middle of the road, it'll get you a top score because I think, you know, where she placed. I would say 6th out of 15th. I mean, she was definitely front half of the pack. Right. I'm not even upset about that. She was almost in the top third. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. So do you think Coach might, again, I'm Coach Bride, don't ever listen to me. You don't want to take advice from me, but I'm just spitballing here. Would you want to put her in some more shot put events, javelin events? That's where I would, yeah. Do you give her some more chances to improve on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think she can improve upon her long jump as well, you know, since she's been doing that separately. Um, a score of 706 is amazing. But I think, you know, if she could get that up into the 800s, she'd definitely improve. So um, next week, Auburn actually comes back home. And for Good Friday, 
Auburn will be competing in their own War Eagle Invitational. So April 19th and 20th. So it will definitely be a good Friday I in love Auburn. You just work that in there, you know, any way you can. That's, you know, that's pretty good there. Right. Uh, so this is the second of two meets that Auburn has every year. One being the Tiger Track Classic, which I was at yep. two weeks ago. Basically two Correct. weeks ago. And then the War Eagle Invitational. We're mulling over the idea of going to go see some of them if we, our schedules work out. Uh, yeah. It'll be my second meet for the year and your first meet for the year. So I know you're excited if we can pull it off. Super excited. Hoping that maybe I can convince you to go to the pin relays too. <laughs> teasing. Wait, totally wait, wait. teasing. That requires getting on a plane, right? Right, right. I would rather run to Pennsylvania than get on a plane at this point. So before we go, before we talk about the War Eagle Invite. So you can't pick Kylie Carter. I'm just saying it Why? now. Because you picked her two weeks in a row. That's not fair. Who are you going to pick? That's not fair, though. You can't. Okay, fine. I'll give you my picks. You I'm do gonna... it first, and I'll have to I'm going to pick, gonna pick two, because we've already talked about them. I'm picking the football guys. I'm picking Anthony and Sean. I want to see how they do on their home turf, especially Sean, to be fair, at that 200. He did really well this week. I want to see how he can do home field advantage. Not that that super matters, but maybe he'll have some more support. Okay, so since you won't let me pick Kylie this week, which you is... You can pick her. No, no. I'm, I'm going to be different this time, but I am going to stay in the javelin throw. Go. And I'm going to say Peyton Montgomery. Yes. Because yes. she got third this time. Yep. And she's chasing after Kylie and what she's been doing right yep. now. And that's only going to push Kylie further, but also going to continue to push Peyton further so that she can continue to compete and maybe steal a little bit of thunder from Kylie. Well, we don't want anybody to steal thunder. <laughs> But we want everybody to do well. We all, well, okay, there, you know, just make me look bad by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my I'm pick. just saying, if Kylie could get a fifth win in a row, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about it either. So that's all we've got for this week's episode of Tiger Tracks. Um, if people want to talk track and field with you, Kyle, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24. And you can find me on Twitter as well at JessicaLoomisRN. I feel like I should change my Twitter handle because... I'm much more of a track and field person on Twitter than I am a nurse, so... Whatever you want to do that's your Twitter's for, and we just live in it. You know, I'm just thinking. Um, Okay, so that's all we've got this week. So thank you for joining me, Kyle, and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?